Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi a better place to live, work, and play. I hope you're having a great Thursday, and uh, we have a terrific show today. We'll get to that in just a second. Hey, I wanted you to to know that my conversation with Michael Butler from Butler Homes, who's uh, one of the partners and the builder of the Sands proposed Sands project in Ocean Springs, has uh, by the end of the day yesterday had really approached uh, a pretty significant number of views uh, over just about fifteen hundred views. That doesn't count the people who were listening on Super Talk Radio, of course. Uh, and, and I appreciate you for listening here on 103.1 or Super Talk TV, which is statewide, or YouTube or the podcasts. Uh, there's a lot of conversation. I've gotten a lot of private notes from people. I've had some side conversations about it. It's a really unfortunate situation. So if you're not familiar with the Sands Project, go go to the Super Talk Gulf Coast Facebook page and watch my conversation with Michael Butler from Butler Homes. It's a really uh, important conversation because at the time, at this time, it's not reflecting very well in the city of Ocean Springs. And, uh, you know, I, I really have said this more than once. I hope that community leaders, those with connections to people on both sides, can can uh, come to the table and uh, help bring this to a close. Because the signal that it's sending is that uh, Ocean Springs will not will not go to the mat for its builders and its, and its investors. And that's that's not a good thing. They approved the project. It got appealed. You can go listen to the detail uh, uh, review that I did at the beginning of that show to understand it more. But but it touched a nerve, and a lot of people are engaged in that conversation, and a lot of people want to see this get behind us. And I hope the neighbors and others can come together and find peace in this deal. Hey, one other thing. Deborah Harrison, my friend who is from the coast, who lives up in North Mississippi, she's so funny and has such a wonderful view toward life. She posts this from a Business Minds 101. And it says goals. It says this, stay away from steel. S-T-I-L-L, stay away from steel. People, okay, it says stay away from steel people, excuse me. S-T-I-L-L, steel broke, (laughs) steel complaining, steel hating, Uh steel nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot to be said for that. So my advice is stay away from steel people. That is for sure. Now let's turn to my friend Fofo Gillich, the mayor of the city of Biloxi. Someone I really enjoy visiting with. There's always so much to talk about. But how you doing, Fofo? I'm good, man. It goes two ways. I enjoy being with you every time and always meaningful. So, no, I'm doing great. And, uh, you know, here I've got both of my shots and and just enjoying uh, a little bit of uh, a, you know, I made a trip or so. I went to Jackson for the first time in, in a year. And uh, those kinds of things, you know, just good to do and get good to feel good, uh, you know, once again. So here we are in 2021, yeah. ready to go. I've, I've had uh, Clay Williams on the show yesterday, mm-hmm. and, and uh, Clay's the executive director for the Gulfport Biloxi International Airport Authority. And uh, we had a terrific visit, and I shared with him that I flew for the first time. Jordan, my son's Jordan's birthday, 30th birthday, was a couple of weeks ago, and my son Justin came down from New York, and we flew down to Miami and spent the day, we spent several days boating and just having a good time down there. But my experience flying was terrific. I mean, I felt like people were 
paying attention. I'm, I was due to get the Johnson and Johnson shot on March the 15th and was a little antsy about me getting the Johnson and Johnson. There's nothing wrong with the Johnson and Johnson shot. It's a good shot. Um, but she wanted me to get the, uh, w- one of the others. And so I'm actually due tomorrow, actually tomorrow to get, to get, um, to get the first of the shot. And, uh, I'm looking forward to getting that done. And Anne's mother and my mother, who are both vulnerable, have both received both shots. So, you know, you feel it. You feel it started coming out of this, man. You feel yeah. energy back. The numbers are coming down. I mean, you know, we're not out of the woods yet, but we certainly uh, can see the light at the end of the tunnel, can't we? I think that's it. That's it. And I don't know if I, you know, my, my granddaughter who had was suffering from uh, ALL, you know, a little bit of leukemia about a year ago, she first day back at school. So it all kind of happened at the same time. So, and I'm just, you know, just really let you, let you breathe better. So we're real excited. You know, Angelie, first day back at school, we got all the shots and, and uh, so, I mean, Hey, you know, it, it's just a, a lot different than a year ago at this time. God bless you and your family and your granddaughter, and congratulations on her being back. I have we've had uh, a rare form of uh, blood disease. It's a form of leukemia in my family. For two, my sister and her daughter both have fought it, and wow. for a number of years. And there's really yeah. no there's no cure, unfortunately. They can't go have a bone marrow transplant for this particular oh. uh, strain. But they live on chemo, and uh, you know they've been able to you know continue to enjoy yeah. life. And I I feel for you, you know. And prayers. I mean, prayers really work. And, and just like you said, it was just, you know, just a, just a real good feeling. We said, oh, man, you go back to school. And, and you know, and, and I learned a little bit more than, than the, you know, than you really wanted to know about a lot of those things and a lot of the, you know, the, the challenges that people suffer in, in, in when it comes to. But for, you know what it does? It, it reminds you how much you don't have to worry about in your immediate life. It, it, I mean, they, they, they remind you. They remind you how much we should live every day like it's our last and right. appreciate life. And they right. really set a course for us sort of recalibrating what is important right. in life. Well, that's right. Everything else is just white noise. You know, I it think is. this is what counts. You know, hey, I can take a lot, a lot of stuff come through that front, that front door. And, you know, when you think about what's proper in the big picture and family and, and, uh, just generally, you know, uh, uh, just your, your, what's in your heart. That's you know, everything else yeah. is just chatter. You know, I, I'll tell you just one other thing. How does something happen to me? I haven't talked about on the radio, but I was, uh, I have a, a small golf cart and I was out with my granddaughter in the golf cart, um, last Thursday and we we're just sitting there and she went to, I was going to get up to open up the, the, um, the, the, the gate and we we're just sitting there. And just as I started to move, I think she decided she's going to go with me. And man, she lunged forward. Her feet did not touch the floor. She didn't stop. It was like catapulting her right. until her head hit between her oh. eyes on the dashboard of the cart. And and you know, obviously instantaneous blood and uh, right. the whole nine yards. And the good news, she, she had to get some stitches. Dr. Sheck Schneider, a really dear friend of mine, he's a terrific doctor and plastic surgeon on top of that. And, uh, he was able to get it back together again and, uh, we moved on, but man, I mean, I have, I mean, it, it just shows you how quick bad, bad things can happen, you know, right. but it was, I mean, every time I look at her and see that little, that little thing between right. her eyes, I think she's going to be fine, but gosh, man, nothing matters. I take a bullet for my kids, man. Oh, I, sure. I, my grandkids. I mean, you, I think everybody feels that way. Oh, you, but, you're right. but you, 
But you go through those things, and it's a, it's a precious reminder what in life is really important. <laughs> that is for sure. Yep. So when you got up this morning, Fofo, what was on your mind? I mean, this I've got a long list of things we're going to talk about, but what's like the thing that's most on your mind today? Well, t- today, you know, we've got so many projects, and we're looking at it. I think the outlook is, is, is better. You know, Mondays, we kind of gather up and, you know, our, our just numbers, uh, you know, gaming numbers, sales tax numbers, the visitation, uh, projects that we're doing to enhance all of those things, like the, you know, the, the boardwalks and, and just opportunities to push forward. There's a, another, you know, it's, it, it's a continuous thing. What do we need to do for Biloxi? What do we need to do to, to get two or three more million pe- people coming here to, to make everything else happen? It's just, you know, continuous. I even dream about it, which is kind of crazy sometimes, but, uh, yeah. it, it's, but it's, you know, it, it's, uh, it's enjoyable for me to look at, it's like mirror, mirror on the wall. What's going to happen? You know, something's going to happen happen just uh you know may comes in ones twos or threes but uh you know just over the last week or so I had some great meetings with some of the things we needed to do with since since zeta and then covid and and those kinds of things are are coming together uh we've rebuilt three or four piers two or three times like the lighthouse pier but we visited uh mema and and the new leadership up up there and they're in in you know say let's not build back like we did before put jetties and do some things to interrupt you know just a normal movement so they're in a we're we're thinking together we're not going to put things back together like it was and then another zeta comes along you know, and, and we got to do it again. We just, I was real pleased with that interaction with the whole group, you know, at that state level. It, it makes sense the way we're thinking and they're in sync and, you know, we're not going to rebuild the same way. So, you know, and do it again in, in five, 10 years, whatever. So. Well, that's driven a lot of the, a lot of the decisions that the city has made since Katrina, really, um, right. you know, rebuilding the infrastructure, doing it in a certain way, making the overall infrastructure resilient. I mean, think about the the, the Ocean Springs Biloxi Bridge and and lots of things like that that right. are all about making it so that if we get another big hit, the bounce back is going to be so much more significant. Sustain those and, funds. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Be able to get that. So I'm I'm glad to hear that you're having really good conversations about that. But you know, when you sit in the mayor's seat, you get an opportunity to to get that phone call. And you probably get a lot of phone calls from people who want to spend money in the city. And I'm sure I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know the number, but I bet a high percentage of your time is spent having conversations with people about, about potential significant development. Is that true? Well, sure. And, and, you know, you mentioned a little bit about, uh, you know, uh, uh, housing uh, opportunities and that sort of thing. Every day something's happening, but we pay attention to it. And, you know, a lot of times it's a blue sky and, and uh, you know, I could do this if I could get a little bit of BP money or something, this, that and the other. But, you know, you got to address one up because it's like if you don't throw things against the wall, nothing's going to stick. So, if, if, you know, if there are 10 projects and we get two out of them, shoot, that's great. That, that's a good hit because it's, uh, you know, there's, there's a hundreds and you know a bunch of development going on just with houses. Houses, you know, as soon as you build them, they they sell them. And uh, yeah, you know, let's they, actually let's we'll start there. Yeah. Um, how, how there's all these different kinds of activities going on. This is Fofo Gillich, the mayor of the city of Biloxi, and we'll continue the conversation on the other side. Broadcasting safe and sound from the coastal Mississippi studios, this is Coast View View. with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk 103.1. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. 
This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have Fofo Gillich with us, the mayor of the city of Biloxi. And when we left to go to break, we're talking about, man, just activity that's happening. You know, the mayor, Mayor, I, I had this conversation with uh, a couple of uh, community um, uh, excuse me, economic developers recently. And that is that when you're in your role, you have to, there's a little bit the art of the long deal. You know, you have to, you have to be willing to, to wait sometimes years for something to come to fruition. Now in housing, housing is kind of a little bit different story because, you know, this is kind of a buyer's market right now. We don't have enough inventory. You know, so homes that, you know, were used to sell for this or selling for this higher price today, wow. we need more inventory. We're starting to see some, some more inventory starting to get built, but um, you, you have to, you have to be patient with you, mayor. You're not a patient guy, no, but sometimes you just have to, you know, you have to be engaged and hope that the project comes to fruition. Yep. Well, that's true. That's a challenge too. You know, and, you know, when you, when somebody throws 150 homes, you know, in Walmart and some of these other things and it needs, uh, you know, water and sewer connections, you know, we, you want to respond and, and, uh, we will respond. So I mean, but th- you're right. It, 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 you know, as soon as they're built, they're sold and, and it, it's happened four or five, you know, in 15 and 16 houses at a time, but that's where the growth is. And, and, you know, right now, and that's a challenge. And, uh, you know, if instantaneously, if we could give them what is needed, you know, it'll pay, pay back when it hits those, you know, the tax rolls. So, so, so there's a lot of funds out there that can work with us. There's Go Mesa, there's Tidelands, the BP money. Now, people who are regular listeners to this show know that I have issues with the way the BP money is working. Um, I, I felt that when the legislation came down and they made the local committee that's scoring the projects just advisory. What that meant that is that people who had projects they wanted to have funds help supplement. We, the goal ultimately was to build transformative projects. Yeah, for example, if someone could propose a gigantic mixed-use development in downtown Biloxi, and some money could be used to make it so that w- this could be built, so that the rental cost could be could be, be driven down, so make it so that's ult- ultimately a doable project. But we wanted to do transformational projects. What what they did is. They score the projects, and then they have to go to the legislature. And then everyone who's got projects have to go to the legislature and lobby and do all this stuff. And and uh, you know, local legislators are fighting over the money. We're built, you know, we're building something over here for some municipal government, and we're, you know, we got some money set aside over here for economic development for this municipal government. And boy, it, I mean, maybe there's a small percentage of it that's going to the intended purpose, but what's going to happen if we don't get smart about the BP money is we're going to burn through it over the next few years and we're going to look back and so few of the projects we ultimately funded are the kind of transformational projects that we hope to do. Right. Am I reading that correctly? No, it's frustrating. You do, you, you know, you you put your, your projects together, you do your pitch, hopeful, you know, you, you get scored properly and, and uh, you know, uh, it, it is frustrating to to say, okay, now what's next, and what's yeah. after that, and then you know when when is it, when are you going to be able to you know put these projects out to bid and and, and those things because you know take a bridge or, or or you know some some major project those are fifteen years going and and yeah. you know just, you just had four or five years to things once you you know you you're dragging your feet it, it, I just don't have time to drag feet you know. It's, and uh, argue the same thing. You know me. I talk fast. I think fast, and and uh, and I just don't have time. You know, uh, uh, so that's the frustration. And I feel exactly the way you feel. You know, I said, yeah. 
hey, you're gonna, you're gonna, this thing's gonna be flying out the window, and you know, uh, what is it, 14 million a year or something that's coming in, or 40 million or something like that that they're sitting up there on right now? What good does that do? What's the economic value of those funds? It, it you know, you, you and I in real business know the value. You know, the the value of that money is the the you know. Projects go up in cost, so you're sitting on 40 million or 50 million or whatever it is. The project is by the time you decide, you know, you got 10 or 15 percent more, you know, more need than you did when you started. Just you know, make your mind up, aim, and pull the trigger, and then for, get out of the way. Well, last week I went to a planning commission meeting. Ann and I bought the lot next door. We had to we had uh -huh. to get something fixed, and it was a great experience. Incidentally, the planning commission was terrific. I'm aware. I'm aware. And, yeah, and it was no, no big deal at all, but. When I when I went there, Ann said, "Be sure to drive through downtown uh, Biloxi, you know, and notice what's happening. You know, the the new community bank, and you just man, you just feel life coming back to to the it, town it, center of Biloxi, don't you?" I do, and like I said, it started with those bricks. I call it the dance floor, and uh, the, you know, uh, Lee Young, the little thing on the district on the green, the first uh, Friday of you know, the chamber puts the thing in. It was just it went on to eight or nine o'clock at night from about noontime, and uh, hey, you just feel it, you know, and and uh, you know, it just I, I'm doing a little preaching to one on one on what used to be, what's coming back, and and uh, you know, it all kind of started with open, you know, removing that those uh, those experience, urban renewal, you know, ninety something percent of the people who got urban renewal reversed it and just took us a little bit longer and you know a couple million dollars to, to do it but I, I love it you when you see those bricks and you think behind the scene a man a person touched each one of those bricks and put it in place and so uh, I, I just really get a, a kick out of it. And then Fred Hayes used to tell the story of why the downtown exploded like it did in uh, 15, you know, we were about 15,000 people strong as, uh, as far as population in Biloxi. Shrimp and Oyster was, you know, doing their deal. But then 41 came along, World War II came along, and we went to 100,000 people almost overnight. They kept them in, you know, they stayed on base in tents and uh, uh, barracks and, and let them go on the, on the weekend. And you had every form of entertainment right on that little street. And you can you know, tell all kinds of stories. And, and uh, Fred, Fred used to tell, tell uh, about the Union Pool Hall, which is right there in the crosshairs. And he said they had some world-class pool games. He said all these hustlers from you know Louisiana to Florida would come in and try to you know take these uh, soldiers' money, you know, and, and just real, real. It's the excitement was there of every you know flavor. You had entertainment. So what I what I love about it when you see it is that there's uh, this effort to certainly bringing back the Brick Street and this notion of trying to preserve the historical architectural significance of the buildings and that new construction sort of represents that. Right. Uh, you know, looking at this picture that you guys posted on your, on your newsletter of Gut Coast Brewery and the Barks building. And then of course I mentioned a minute ago, the community bank building uh, on the corner of uh, Howard and Lemuse, but you know, that, that, that makes you, you're going to, it's going to feel like that Biloxi is really in touch with its past. Okay. And in such a vibrant way, actually. And it's pretty cool to see this evolving, isn't it? It is. And I think right now, and I check, you know, the, the, I don't recall uh, people now, what we see is people living on that second floor and third floors. And then, you know, the, uh, you know, uh, entertaining and working and everything on that one. So that's a little bit different than the past, but that's the way it is. You look at places, they want to live where the action is. And of course, you know, safe, friendly and beautiful is, is what we, you know, what we want Biloxi to be. 
And well, you know, we've talked about this before, and I talk about it all the time, but mixed use is the future. Because if you think about the new economy and the creative class, how the pandemic has pushed the conversation about remote workers, right? The young people who are part of this segment of the economy who can who can work for a company in New York but live in downtown Biloxi, they want to live, work, and play in the same area. That's the point that you're making. Right, absolutely. And, even even at Ingalls, there I know uh, you know uh, friends that are, that are working at home that, that you know that used to have to drive to Pascagoula every day and do the same amount of work, do the same kind of thing, uh, and 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 you know it's uh, it's happening even locally, but it's, it's a global thing, and you can reach anywhere in the world if you got the you know the connectivity. Now five G and, and of course broadband and you know everything you can think of is is what's on our radar to enable. Just enable that, as a matter of fact. I mentioned in the, the newsletter comes out once a month. Um, people who are not from Biloxi can go to the City of Biloxi website to see it. You had a great story about Hugo's and the time we have left. You know, Hugo's wasn't just a Biloxi icon. It was a the coast icon. Coast, I, can, uh, yeah. I can remember being in high school and going over to Hugo's and having pizza and being introduced to French dressing and all that. I mean, what an amazing place that was, wasn't it? It really is so cool that you were Jane Mansfield, and that was uh, uh, Rose, uh, Vici Rosetti sitting there with her, and, and you caught the, the, the thing you said, that wasn't ketchup sitting in front of her. Those were two bottles of French dressing. So uh, it, and that was the thing that, you know, right there, it, 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 it reached around the world. Even some of my folks that I hired when, when uh, I sent them to, to Los Angeles. And we had to make sure that they had French dressing when they went to eat pizza, you know, in downtown L.A. And Randy Needs is one of them. So, uh, but, you know, that was a new thing up over there. And uh, so, I mean, it was exported and it just started right there. You go, you go, Rongo. Hey, did anyone, has anyone resurrected that pizza recipe over the years? You know, I, I don't know, but I can sure taste that, that pepperoni. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> The frustration we used to have when we played football on Friday nights went to Catholic school and, and you know, no meat on Friday. So that was frustrating. You, you, you couldn't eat a pepperoni pizza on Friday night after a football game. But, you know, uh, you know, it was certainly a, a great taste and a great, uh, you know, uh, I remember, you know, the bar, you know, uh, on the east side and, and of course, the Hugo's. And, and I don't know if you remember the egg crates that were the, the ceiling tile. So, I mean, there was old egg crates. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So many stories, so much cool history. We need a whole afternoon to go over some things. What a great, what a, I mean, I, and I, I try to bring, excuse me, I try to bring the conversation back to every chance I get, but you know, it's just, it's it's fascinating. But anyway, excuse me, I had a little frog in my throat. Uh, I, th- I appreciate you visiting with me today. Oh, it's always absolutely. Anytime, you know, if you need me to fill in, I'm happy to, you know, okay, uh, on anything. So, I mean, I, hey, I just love, you know, the, the platform that you're presenting to. And, and as a matter of fact, as we went up to uh, uh, Jackson last uh, Wednesday, as a matter of fact, we were listening to y'all all the way up and all the way back. So, uh, well, I appreciate uh, it, man. It's a, it's, a, it's a real pleasure to have the opportunity to focus on so many amazing people. And uh, I'm really committed to coastal Mississippi, and it's fun. So thank you very much. Have a we great day. You, so you keep it up, and, and you know anything we can do to, to kind of you know spread the word. You know it's all good, like the Apostle Paul, just good news. That's what <laughs> you bet, buddy. Take care. This thank has been Football Village, and we'll have Robbie D'Angelo when we come back. 
Coast View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.